I kind of just want to be like, Justice League War. <laughs> um... What's going on, geeks? You're listening to the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour, and I'm here with Joe Morgan. What's up? That was very plain Surprisingly normal, yeah. <laughs> and Shelly Walter. <laughs> Gadzooks, just because you didn't say it. <laughs> Someone had to. Someone has to. We have Very a monopoly cool. on it at the beginning of the show. So, <laughs> <laughs> what's got you guys geeking out this week, Joe, Shelly, one of you? <laughs> I'll go first. Um, <laughs> so, uh, if you guys remember last week, I talked about humans versus zombies and how we were doing that on my campus, and yep. it only lasted like three days. And it's over now. But I originally wanted to become a zombie as soon as possible, and quickly I realized I wasn't going to get tagged very fast, and it's more worth it to just try to become a human, or stay a human as long as possible. So I stayed a human as long as possible. I went all three days, and then I went up to the last night mission, which you have to do if, well, you don't have to do it, but if you want to be the last remaining human, you have to do it. So I went... And that's when I became a zombie finally. But I'm still pretty proud of myself for lasting that long as a human. So I'm really excited for next year because hopefully there'll be a lot more people playing. Not a lot of people played this year. There are only like 150. There's usually a lot more. But um, no, it was a lot of fun. I didn't lose any of my socks, which was surprising (laughs) because you throw socks at the zombies to stun them. Yeah, Super most realistic. people use Nerf guns, or most campuses, most colleges will use Nerf guns. Uh, I've heard of socks. Nerf guns and rubber bands. Ooh, rubber bands would hurt. I feel like. Ugh. Uh, okay. They're not that bad. Well, we just in Russia they use real guns. <laughs> <laughs> You're a zombie. Just bam. So yeah, that was good. Besides that, my whole life is well, not my whole life. But some big part of my life is focused on Black Desert Online. <laughs> I that game, man. It's amazing. It's yeah. something else. Yeah. It's something else. So I've been playing that. I want to keep playing that. I'll probably play it after the podcast is done. But it also sucks because this week is dead week and next week is finals week. So I really shouldn't be playing. So okay, uh-huh. dead week. The the way that it always was in my school, dead week was the week that the professors tried to kill you. You know, it's supposed to be a pretty chill week, but we had we had one final round of exams on dead week. Is that oh, what your all's compass no. does? Campus. Well, campus. I mean, I, ha- I am having tests this week, but not like finals. Right. Um, but the rest of my classes are kind of chill. I don't know. It's just leading up to finals, and it's okay. hard. And you just want spring break to come. It's right there, but it's just out of your reach. Wait. Wouldn't that be midterms? No, we have quarter systems. So this okay. is... We're in quarter two. So huh. these are the finals for quarter two. Then we'll start quarter three after spring break. Yeah. I've never heard of that. I know. It's really weird. I don't know why we do it, but we do. Cool. So that's pretty much it. How about you, Joe? Uh, I've watched a couple more episodes of Fate Zero. So I've met several of the characters now. I've met the rider, who is really cool. One of my I've favorites. Met, I've met the Lancer, and uh, I met the crazy caster class character. <laughs> that dude looks like a fish. <laughs> and he's pure evil. 
you will learn to hate him so much. I already hate him so much, so it's going <laughs> to grow. That's that's big. Uh, beyond that, I haven't really done much except play Black Desert Online. Uh, Shelly and I both have... We both yeah. have our characters auto-fishing while we're podcasting. While we're doing this, yeah. So, Multitasking. Yeah, I'm trying to catch mackerel, okay? Leave me alone. Holy mackerel. <laughs> <laughs> that was super lame. So, since we're already on that topic, let's go ahead and discuss that just a little bit. That game is way more in-depth than any of us realize. We've already got we've got seven or eight members of the community playing. Yeah. Uh, I started a clan official Geeks Under Grace clan and required a certain amount of currency to get it up to a guild. Well, I had to earn that all myself because they restrict you from trading currency in the game. To prevent gold sellers, I'm okay with that. But that meant I had to earn all the currency myself. And it took me like four days to earn the currency. In fact, I stayed up late last night when I should have gone to bed for work and got (laughs) it done. And then woke up this morning to a flurry of people going, oh, this is way crazier. Like, you have to have contracts with all the member of your guild mate, with, with all the members of your guild, so that they can get paid daily for the tax, tasks they accomplish. You have to assign missions to the members of the guild. Like, you can conquer sections and levy taxes and all kinds of crazy stuff. And so we basically said, let's just go back to being a clan. And huh. so I'm eating the loss of a hundred thousand silver, and waiting to reestablish the clan. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Have in the clan, fifteen members in a clan maximum. That's the you reason I initially eight? we have like eight so far. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I originally went up to the guild because I wanted it to where we could just invite as many as we want. But I realized there's a weekly upkeep where you have to pay like a hundred thousand silver a week. Just to maintain the guild, and they start removing privileges like guild chat and things if you don't pay that. Okay. So it's it's way ridiculous. It's insane. Guilds are definitely made for lots and lots of members. Lots of members. (laughs) So So if you're part of the community and you want to get in a clan, you have a very few, very few chances. Limited spots. We we may can do an alliance of clans if we need to. I mean, that's there you go. Um, yes. On top of that, like the gameplay mechanics themselves are really good. The combat's a lot of fun. They have a system in this one, which I've never seen in another MMO, where you can click on a quest, hit a single button, and it will run your character to where you need to go for that quest. Saves a lot of time on wandering around aimlessly. Um, and yes. there's no monthly nice. fee. So you can get into the game for as little as 30 bucks, and you never have to pay another penny. Very cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. nice. I have been playing something a lot less um, time-consuming, but super awesome. Last week, we talked about this free game on the PSN, still free if you want to check it out, called Broforce. Broforce. Which sounded kind of cool at the time. I'm so happy I downloaded it. Uh, I played Super Time Force Ultra when that was free. I still have it. Uh, And that was really fun, too. It's got this 8-bit, 16-bit humor. Uh, I don't know. I love the retro feel to it. But it's a lot of stuff that they could not do with an old NES or anything. It's weird indie games that are like this. Um, But there are so many people. I was thinking there was maybe four or five 
people you could play as. There are tons. You have... Uh, I can't remember what Solid Snakes was, but he's in there. Bro in Black or something like that from Men in Black. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The guy from so, the Matrix is in it. Everyone. Mr. T. Like Neo or Mr. S- Agent Smith? They called him... Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Um, they called him Bro Anderson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely yeah, that's Agent him. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. I was thinking it was... Uh, there was some movie with Brad Pitt in it that he was an action hero. Um, and they, I thought it was like Meet the Andersons or something like that. But uh, he definitely takes red pills as like his special. And I was like, oh, it's the Matrix. I just, yeah. I just said Agent Anderson, and that's totally wrong. The agent calls him Mr. Anderson, yeah. Okay. Miss but yeah, that's totally Neo. Blades in it. Um, Indiana Bro is one of my favorites. <laughs> Indiana Bro. And the, I guess there's just, like a Ram Bro. Yeah, he's the one you start with. Okay. Yeah. It, it's so funny. Some of the names are amazing the way it is. But just the humor in it in general is almost making fun of America. <laughs> Got it bad. But uh, I loved World 3 was like... The people in this country talk, look, and speak different, or, you know, sound different than we do. It's time to get to it, bros. Or hurry up, bros. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Just like, no. no. <laughs> like, apparently, this is a country. Let's <laughs> That's a li- go. That's a little bit of, uh, little bit of satire. Yeah. That's like a definitely. lot of bit of satire. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. very blunt, but it's it's so funny. It's reminds me so much of Bad Dudes. Um there's way more depth to the game than Bad Dudes, but the humor is kind of like Bad Dudes was humorous. I don't think Bad Dudes was trying to be funny, though. I think they were just that cheesy. <laughs> that one, you start the game off. I don't know if you guys remember it, but it's an old NES game for those of you who don't know. And they go, the president has escaped. You need to save him. Are you bad enough to be a bad dude? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then when you beat the game, doesn't he say, like, let's go get cheeseburgers or something? (laughs) I don't remember. Oh, wow. Like, the president goes, hey, you're a bad dude. Let's go get a hamburger. I don't even know. What a bad dude. I just remember seeing that screenshot. I never beat the game myself. Okay. It it reminds me very much of how that game was. It's that game put on steroids. Everyone's got (laughs) rocket launchers and everything. Oh, so yeah, good. He says, hey, dudes, thanks for rescuing me. Let's go for a burger. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So if Quality. you like cheesy 80s, 90s action movies, you'll love this. Bro Hard is in it. Die Hard. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. That's, that's basically what I've been doing, though. There was that game and House of Cards is another oh, one. Oh, yeah. I'm not watching this. The last season I watched literally in two days. And so this one, because I've been so busy with the Red Conference that we did last week, which was amazing, um, I've had to space my time out with watching the show. I'm finally hating the main character, though, which you're supposed to. He is an evil, sadistic dude, but you've been rooting for him the entire time. I'm never and, rooted for the guy. Yeah, I... I rooted for <laughs> Walter White, too, and people were really mad at me about that. I think I rooted for him to the end. But, uh, I I watched the first three or four episodes of the first season of uh, House of Cards, mm-hmm. and I knew in the first five minutes I wasn't going to like what I was watching. He breaks that dog's neck, and I was like, "Oh man, yeah, this is this is wrong." I, <laughs> nope. Oh, I he's a politician. I'm not surprised. 
Right? Oh, it gets so much worse. He's a terrible person. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But you want him to succeed for whatever reason. I think it's just the way it's written. And uh, he's going up against his wife in this season. And right off the bat, he just goes under the table just hard. Um, and I, I couldn't, I was super mad. Uh, it, it's really, really hard to watch this season because they've been teammates the entire time. Yeah. Right. Wow. What do you mean he goes under the table? I don't want to like give away the last, I don't want to give away the first episode. It was the very end of the episode. Okay. Okay. But uh, I, I didn't know what I, that slang meant. Even there, I, I might not be slaying. I might have just not said something that had real meaning. Um, <laughs> no, he's just, like, really... Really bad. Yeah, it, it's really bad. terrible. Right off the bat, he just is messing with his wife. Okay. Making sure that if she's not on his team, uh, she's going to fall with the rest of them. Okay. Intense. I, I love that show. It's the most smartly written show I've ever watched. Uh, all sorts of emotions. Cool. So first up this week, let's go ahead and jump right into video gaming news. There are several big topics that hit this week. Uh, this was a pretty big week. As of today, coming out today, uh, there was news that Fable Legends got canceled, but they're going to keep the beta up. Uh, <laughs> and... And the uh, reason the the reason that I actually saw a lot of this happening was on Twitter. There were a lot of people saying, "Hey, uh, sorry to Lionhead Studios. If you guys need jobs as developers, you know you can look us up." So I was like, "Okay, Lionhead Studios closed, and they were making Fable Legends." Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I guess from what I have heard recently, they have not confirmed closure of the studio. Uh, Let's Play Studios also was going under or apparently um do you know why they're canceling the game there's not been a lot of hype for it really i've just heard yeah i've heard bad stuff about it okay so i I haven't heard anything about this game but i know that fable is huge yeah fable is fairly popular i'd say yeah so so don't expect that it's not coming you can, but play, you the can still play the beta. Just hope yeah. for a bug. Um, <laughs> in, in the case that those closures are accurate, our condolences to the developers and their families. Uh, I just got some news. I may or may not have to step out, so I don't know if I'll be in the rest of the podcast. If not, I apologize for the nightmare that's going to be editing uh, and for my absence. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Um. We were just about to talk about Plants vs. Zombies being on uh, the Geeks and a Grace website. We have the review up. Yeah. Which we're really excited about. Shelly, have you played that? Uh, I played the original Plants vs. Zombies. I always wanted to play Garden Warfare when when the first Garden Warfare came out because I thought it was a really cool concept. Really weird. I didn't expect it. I don't think anyone really expected that to happen. But now that they have a second one... I still want to play it. <laughs> but. It was like the Spanish Inquisition. Nobody expects it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played a Planet for a Zombie game. Um, oh, but I never thought they would grow to what it is now, though. I see what like you everyone. did there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Try to be subtle. <laughs> Not so subtle. 
they uh, they released that one for free to PlayStation Plus subscribers when they had their original PlayStation experience, and I got it for free then. It's a pretty fun, goofy little family friendly online shooter where class based. So, you know, you can play as a pea shooter plant or sunflower, uh, or yeah. you could be one of those big plants that tries Piranha to get everybody. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, different kinds of zombies that have different abilities and stuff. So it's a neat little, it, it, little, it's it's getting big. It's a neat franchise, and you should definitely head over there and check out Damien's review. Yeah. It's getting big. It's starting to bloom, you'd say. Oh, my gosh, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Bullist. Oh, I zoned out a minute. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Are you all this right? Has been, it's been crazy. Yeah. Okay, I'm back. I'm I'm awake. <laughs> I need caffeine. Um. All right. So the pull list for this week, we're gonna start with the hardest hitter first. I took tomorrow off work for this. <clears throat> Tom Clancy's The Division comes out this week. It looks amazing. Uh, I'm gonna be, of course, by the time you all hear this, this is gonna be all over. But I'm I'm hoping to play a lot of it on my day off tomorrow, and I'm gonna be writing the review for that up for Geeks Under Grace as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Um. Also coming out this week, we've got Fire Emblem Fates Revelation, which is like the final expansion entry it's that they're the, doing. For that. Yeah, the third game they call it. Yeah, so they, you know, they initially launched the two uh, Conquest and Birthright. I think we were the okay. two. Uh, yeah. And this is kind of a third path to come in between so them. This is Pokemon Yellow. Not quite. No, so it's okay. it's so Birthright is where you follow. Uh, your obviously like your birth family, your birth uh, sort of uh, shoot kingdom. That kingdom's the word I'm looking yeah. for. And then conquest is the one you follow the kingdom you grew up with. Uh, you have to play those two before you play Revelation, and Revelation is essentially oh, okay. you just pick a third way. There's yeah, like, you they, don't choose any of those two. You just make yeah. your own way. See what would have happened then. But yeah, you have to play the first two to get yeah, that. There's literally a story narrative point that funnels you to the to a single point where you choose left or right, and mm-hmm. um, if you finish both of those, this one Revelations is going to give you a third prong path yeah, to yeah, go. That's how. It where you okay. basically say, "I don't want to side with either family." I'm doing so my own. In other words, the Zelda timeline wasn't hard enough. <laughs> yeah. Split, yeah. I don't know what they're going to do as a canonical, a canonical, canonical timeline here. So yeah. If, I if was there's going to be about a canonical that because timeline. you can have, you can get Lucina in there. You can get, uh, I don't know if you can get Crom in there, but they're, I mean, they're supposed to be in the same universe. They're supposed to be in that same world. I mean, I guess all the Fire Emblem games are supposed to be in the same world because they all have the Fire Emblems, but. I was thinking, oh, they could just separate this one from the rest of the games in the future, but I don't know if they could do that. Well, and so. my understanding is that if you've got the Amiibos, yeah, like, exactly. you can get several of the Amiibo characters in the yeah, game. Like yeah, like Lucina. Yeah. Probably Ike. Well, yeah. I'm, no, definitely Ike. Um, so, so, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, also coming out this week is Hitman Episode 1. That's coming out Friday. And... Uh, LJ did a preview of that, that should, that's up on uh, geeksundergrace.com. I played Very a little cool. bit of it. I'm interested in checking this one out, but with the division, man, that timing's not going to work for me. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. 
And Black Desert. Got all these games. Yeah, and Black Desert. There's, yeah. there's always too much, but I feel even over, more overloaded than usual right now. Yeah, uh, finally, coming out this week on the PlayStation 4 is a game called Colot. K-H-O-L-A-T. It is a first-person horror game set in Russia. Because, of course, it is. <laughs> I have not heard of this game. I don't know if that means, like, Siberia, you're fighting bears, or if you're, like, in the gulag. I don't, it's I don't actually know. the Revelation. Not Revelation. Sorry. Revenant. <laughs> the Revenant? It's the Revenant. That would be a cool game. It'd be terrifying. All it took was me seeing first-person horror for me to nope out of that one. So I can't yeah. do horror games. I don't know. I'm yeah, way that's... too jumpy. I like watching them. I like watching other people play them Mm -hmm. because it's fun, but I don't like playing them myself. (laughs) Yeah. There was one other bit of gaming news I wanted to talk about this week. Uh, Microsoft kind of came out and revealed some stuff. And uh, the the big thing that came out of this that got everybody riled up was the fact that if you pre-order Quantum Break on the Xbox One, they're going to give you a PC copy of the game for free through Windows 10. And what came okay. out of that, what they ended up revealing out of that, is basically that they are trying to have a unified Windows development platform type deal where anything that's out on Xbox One or Windows 10 or any other Windows 10 enabled device, like a tablet or whatever, would basically, like ver- different versions of iOS, would all be able to run the software. Okay. And so they're talk- talking about even rolling out like future generations of Xbox One hardware that's all back. Backwards compatible. Wow. Kind of like an iPad Air to an iPad, you know, whatever. I've always said I think that's the next step in consoles is upgradability. So you're not buying a PS5 or a PS6. You're just getting a new video card or a new whatever you need to keep current. I think it's an easy way for them to take our money. Like, it'd be cool. And I totally understand business-wise. It's a smart thing to do. But it's a very simple way for them to get our money. Well, and here's the yeah. catch. Developers still have to develop for the lowest common denominator. Okay. So in, in order to get the widest, I mean, you know, to, to sell to the widest audience, they you still have make to make sure hit everyone everybody. can play it. Yeah. Right. Wow. So, I mean, you know, maybe you offer some sort of special functionality that only the newer hardware gets, but why would you do that if it's going to turn people away from buying your product? Exactly. Right. That's true. So I thought that was super interesting, and then I pre-ordered Quantum Break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Right. I It seems like something that I thought when I read it was a really cool idea, and then I found out everyone has an issue with it. Um, yeah. Monopolizing against Steam and stuff like this. Yeah. And it's one of those things on the outside. It seems really cool, but then you delve into it, and you understand there's implications that may or may not be on purpose, but they're there regardless. I'll yeah, tell you what I do. Yeah, it definitely looks like something shiny and new and beautiful mm. to everyone until you look a little closer then you're just oh wait that's not actually that great well, <laughs> i'll tell you what i do like about the idea of it and it's because i'm already on windows 10 and i play a lot of stuff on my xbox one it's cool to think that i could buy an xbox one game and mm-hmm. also have it on my windows 10 device for the same like no extra fee totally but but that definitely do you has have packages. the same save file? I think they do cross-play. That's cool. I believe that is the case. Wow. I would think. Then. I know... Isn't it PS4 is doing like a share-play type thing? You can share-play to your computers and stuff? 
Yes, exactly. and a Xbox One idea. has that already for the Windows 10 devices. Like, okay, I, I can fire up the Xbox app on my Windows 10 PC, mm-hmm. turn on my Xbox, hit one button, and literally have my Xbox show up on my PC. Does it save? Do your save files save to a cloud storage? Um, on Xbox One, I'm yeah. not sure. I know they do on PlayStation Plus. That's why, yeah. I'm not sure about the Xbox Anyways. One. I would assume, and then that's how you would get your same right. save file on your computer. Right. Uh, but moving on from that, some anime news. I know a lot of people are fans of Ace Attorney. Either of you guys played Ace Attorney before? I have not, bit. but I've always kind of wanted to. I just haven't. I've never to. played it. I've really wanted to play it. it the music. Right up the music is so good. Objection! Especially, well, I mean, like, okay, so I bought the trilogy, and I played through the first couple cases uh-huh. Uh, that that makes me such a noob, but the music in that game is phenomenal, especially yeah. when you're like in the throes, because you know you're kind of picking apart these testimonies and using the facts that you have in front of you to yeah. to find the loopholes and the and the pull the th- the thread that's unraveling. Right. Okay. And so you know when you get the witness on the stand and you got him cornered, and like. The, the music amps up super, like, it just gets your blood pumping. And, and the guy's, like, you know, pulling the collar away from his neck, and he's sweating and stuff, and you've, you've got him backed into a corner. And that's when stuff gets really cool, because you're throwing around the objections, and everything's... Ka-ching, ka-ching. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. people may be confused, because I said it was anime news, but that is because they are turning Ace Attorney into an anime, which it already has that art style. Yeah, yes, it, it does. already is like that anime art style. So. I, even though I haven't played the games, I'm super excited about this. I yeah. saw they have a trailer for it up. It looks great. Uh, looks just like the game, really. So I'm. Yeah, I'm super I feel excited. like that would be. I feel like that might be pretty good. Hmm. That could be cool. Yeah. I've never watched an anime that was like a crime detective thing, and I feel like this would kind of have to be. And I'm yeah. sure that you'll solve the crime, you know, with this show. I think it could be really, really cool. Uh, and then also, coming into theaters this Friday's select theaters, um, it's a movie called by Funimation called The Boy and His Beast. You guys heard okay. about it? I've seen commercials for it. See, I've heard about it, and I didn't ever watch a trailer. I was kind of like, okay, I'm weird about anime. I don't know. Unless everyone's talking about it, I never really Want invest my time into it. Yeah, I don't, makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. It's probably just because like, it's not something that I do a lot. But I watched the trailer that came out for this, and it looks super amazing. Uh, I'm definitely <laughs> going to watch this in theaters. I'm, I'm okay. so excited for it. I don't know what it's about for sure. I know there's some gladiator stuff. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, you guys should definitely check it out. Check the trailer out. We should leave that trailer in the description. Okay. Uh, so people can watch it as well. Yeah, no, I, I saw Friday. it not... I wasn't paying that much attention to it just because it was on... It was on, like, a suggested thing on Facebook. And I just sort of looked at it. I'm like, hey, it looks actually kind of cool. I don't know what's going on, but it looks kind of cool. So, yeah, go check out that trailer. Anyway, so that's all of our anime news. We got some news for movies. Uh, this just in. Men in Black 22 Jump Street crossover? Yeah. What? That, that, sounds, that sounds weird. That so that came out with the Sony email hack that happened. If you guys remember that at all last year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. my gosh, yeah. I guess these are both Sony news. I didn't realize that. Uh, 
but they said it, it's still happening, and That's I'm really so weird. As to why? <laughs> it's gonna be. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Men in Black, but I kind of want to see. I just want to see it cross over. I think it'd be kind of hilarious. Hopefully hilarious, not just stupid funny. But yeah. that's kind of 22 Jump Street anyway, so we'll see. I, guess I really we'll see hope it that goes. it opens up other really weird crossovers. Yeah, that's just something I, I did not expect. That doesn't sound like they would correlate in any way. <laughs> right? They make no right. sense. Yeah. It's fine. That's Let's get the best of both worlds and just mush them together, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so... Besides that, we also have Venom. That's going to be a movie. That's really uh. The, I didn't know they were making a Vim, Venom movie. Didn't either. Yeah. But so back with the Amazing Spider-Man, um, the new reboot that they had made. Yeah. They said that they were going to make a Venom movie. That was one of their big ones that was slotted with the Sinister Six and all the other Spider-Man expanding universe they were doing. Okay. Yeah. And so Marvel got their rights back to like reboot Spider-Man again. And everyone was positive. Sinister Sticks, it wasn't happening. Venom wasn't supposed to happen either. We figured we were just... That whole idea was completely off the shelf. Yeah. So okay. Sony has come back and said they are still making a Venom movie. Which excites me to no end. Because I was really, really <laughs> bummed about it when I found out they weren't going to be doing it anymore. It's going to huh. be Venom versus Carnage, most likely. Okay, Ooh. yeah. That's going to be really uh, interesting. Oh, so stoked. It's going to be amazing, I think. I liked... I'm one of the few people like Spider-Man 3's Venom. I think the biggest issue with that movie was it was had so many villains and that he got overshadowed. A lot of people said that they didn't like yeah. that Venom. I yeah. think it's because you didn't get enough time with the actual Venom. You get like 10 minutes on screen and not a lot of yeah, character development. Much. You don't get that much with him. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to have to keep my eye on that. So, for movies coming out this week... We got 10 Cloverfield Lane, Ray PG-13. That's like a horror, sci-fi thriller. I don't really know. It it's looks kind of scary. It's a follow-up to a Cloverfield shaky cam movie. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that if you really just want to scare yourself to death. Because <laughs> that's what it looks like it's going to do. Uh, we also have Creative Control. That's right, R. I put that there because it looks super interesting. I don't. It hasn't been getting... Like amazing reviews, but it looks super interesting because its focus is on argumented reality. So this okay. guy makes uh-huh. like these glasses or something. He puts them on, and then he can see and create argumented reality. And the whole world is in black uh-huh. and white, except argumented reality. That's in that can be in color. So the few trailers I've seen, it looks really, really weird. It looks really confusing, but I just thought it was really interesting. So I thought I was sort of throw that in there in case that's something you guys want to see also this i did not know was even a movie but the young messiah ray pg-13 okay. is coming out and its focus is it. is uh like on jesus and his family when he was seven so not so when like- he's doing all that cool stuff in his 30s not when he's doing all that stuff that's everybody knows but when he's younger like when he's going into the temple and teaching all the... Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming that they'll be in it. But I know the theology gets really split with young Jesus. And so it definitely yeah. worries me of like, you're going to there's... offend somebody with this movie. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot of stuff in the Bible about when Jesus was younger. Right. There's the temple thing. There's, you know, a couple of things. People know oh, he you know, never sinned and all this stuff. But 
there's not a lot of other information. So that's oh, going to be interesting. Speaking uh, of that kind of movie, I did watch yeah. The Risen. I forgot about that. I oh, what, did, that. what did you think? Huh? It was really interesting. I liked it, except for in the middle, uh, he starts interrogating everybody, which seemed right. natural, and maybe I was being over-analytical, but it was literally him asking people in the Bible their viewpoint, and then them saying their viewpoint, and it sounded a lot like they were just reading the Bible. Yeah. It was like they were telling the story instead of showing you. Um, mm. And so that moved me a little bit, but it starts off with an act- like an awesome uh, war scene. And yeah. uh, love. Did you see it, Joe? Yeah, I've seen it. I've got okay. a favorite. I-, I have a favorite line from that movie, and it's from the interrogation scenes. Okay. Um, he says, uh, you know, he's he's talking to. I think it was Bartholomew. He was talking to. He says, God manifests himself through a crazy, poor, dead Jew. And Bartholomew's response is, so it appears. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I still haven't seen it yet. I don't it's know great. if I will see it, but I probably will. But again, I maybe over spring break or something. I have no time right now. <laughs> yeah. Also really bugged, although some people are going to really enjoy it, that when the guy with leprosy gets cured, he magically has a beard. <laughs> yeah, he I gets noticed a beard. That too. That's he has great. leprosy. Like his whole face is covered above, and then Jesus heals yeah. him. And then he turns around, and he's like got this huge, luscious beard. And you're like, that wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's kind of funny. So, anyway. those are just some of the movies I saw that were coming out. Uh, for Blu-ray, we have the Peanuts movie. So I, I don't know if have you guys seen the, the Peanuts movie. I've not seen it yet. I've heard good things. I mean... It's a Peanuts movie. I'm sure it was like any other one. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I kind of wanted to, so maybe I'll just go get to get to rent a Blu-ray or something and watch it. We also have In the Heart of the Sea. Uh, that's the one with Chris Hemsworth. That did not do well at all. Yeah, but you were excited you about that it. one originally, I think. Yeah, I. it looked cool. I'm really sad that it didn't do well. Because I thought it was a really cool concept, you know, the story that basically created Moby Dick, but it's like a true story. I'm sad it didn't work out. Yep. But maybe I'll see it. Maybe I won't. We'll see. I still love. Chris I might Hemsworth, see it now. It's on so. Blu-ray. Yeah, now it's on Blu-ray. Might as well. Um, we also have. I found this interesting. Fantastic Four and Rise of the Silver Server Surfer. Sorry. Um, the original. You no, know, the first Four, one. Right? The original ones, not the new crappy one. Though these two are still also not great. <laughs> they are coming so out of the way. They try to overshadow them, though. They're like, forget about that movie we made. Remember <laughs> these guys? Here, yeah, remember these? You like these Here. guys? Because we it was so good, we made a sequel. Yeah. It's Captain America's is... The Human Torch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> remember when my so, plane is powered by a Hemi? Yeah. <laughs> so you could buy Fantastic Four or Rise of the Silver Server, or you could buy the double pack that has both of them, because they made a double pack because they thought people would want both of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know what they're thinking, but maybe that'll do well. Better than the I last one. Better than the last one. Yeah, that's that's how you draw on your showers. I mean, if I want to watch Fantastic Four, I have the like original cartoons, and those are good, so okay. I'll just watch those. Um, yeah, but yeah, so you got those. I don't and... hate the last movie. I hate that it was a movie that never happened. It was a great first act. That's that all makes I have. sense. Yeah. Okay. That's all we have for movies, though. So, 
Going on to some TV news. Uh, Joe, you might be excited about this. Capaldi has been asked to stay for season 11. He was expected to leave with Moffat. I didn't like Capaldi, so no. Oh, no? <laughs> not really. I forgot no. that. Okay. Well, I'm not, a, I'm not a Capaldi fan. I forgot. I was thinking you did for some reason. I really like Capaldi. Um, and I also think ending him this soon would be rough. I think it would be How too soon. How many seasons has he, said, has he had? Two, three? Like two or three, but they've been really weird shorts. British TV is strange. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the truth. Like, we're not getting a Doctor Who until next year sometime. Okay. Um, like, next spring. And it ended in the yeah, fall. That's weird. It's, other than the one that I'm not happy about at all, Big Hero 6 TV series is in the works. Uh, I'm not happy about I love the movie. Yeah, I love the movie. Um, Disney ruins shows. Lying to you and devalue it? I think it will. That would be sad. That is a really good. That is a really well, good The problem movie. is, I remember like growing up and all these Disney movies had their own shows. And the quality was always just terrible. The animation was terrible. The, you know, there wasn't, like, any character development. And it just seemed like, hey, look, it's your favorite characters again. Let's see them do other stuff. And it's just, it takes away from the movie. I don't like it. Except Buzz Lightyear. The Buzz Lightyear show was amazing. Buzz Lightyear was good. Yes. That (laughs) one was good because it wasn't, like, here's your old Toy Story buddies again. It's... Buzz Lightyear's adventures that he still believed in when he first the toy is based off the movie. Of. What the toy is based off of, exactly. Yeah. Um, it was based on the Space Explorer, not the Yeah, toy. exactly. So I thought that was well was done, done, but pretty I think much they actually watched else. that show in Toy Story 2. I think yeah. they were watching the adventures. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I will not be watching Big Hero 6 TV series. I, will not. I probably won't. It's going to be kiddish. I really liked the movie. I want a sequel to the movie, and I hope that the show doesn't take away from that in any way. Exactly, because it sounds like they want to make it a sequel-esque. Yeah. And then, probably something the most I'm most excited for out of the entire discussions we're having on this podcast, because I know you guys haven't seen it, and I know a lot of people listening have not seen it. I talk all the time about Justice League War. I've brought it up in at least three or four different podcasts. Yeah. And it is now on Netflix. Finally. (laughs) <laughs> so no excuses. Go watch it. I watched it yesterday. <laughs> Again. The thing? For, the, for the third time. Third time, dang. It's so good. And it's not that long either. Uh it's only like an hour and maybe twenty minutes. Um Okay. It's so good, so funny. So I hope I don't overhype it and then you guys watch it and you're like, all right, it's not that good. <laughs> Man, but, uh, Cody's taste and stuff is terrible. He's Cody. Why are you recommend stuff? Series, it's one of the best animated series DC has ever done. For sure. Okay. Oh, Alright. That's uh, yeah. saying a lot. I praise. Some other stuff has come out too. I know that uh, The Son of Batman, which is about Damian Wayne, is up on Netflix as well. And okay. Flashpoint Paradox. That Batman from The Son of Batman is actually the Batman in Justice League War. Um, which okay. I didn't make the connection to until this new... They're doing a Justice League vs. Teen Titans, um, and Damian Wayne is in that, and you realize that the Batman is the same. And they have the same voices and everything, I just had never caught it. Alright. Uh, that movie is not as good as Justice League War. The humor is not the same. It Justice League War is awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. So go check that. Maybe you'll see it. And then, 
from there, we have some topics people have chimed in with for the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter. And on Facebook, we asked people, and that's how we got it. We're not searching hashtag GUGCast on Facebook. I just want to let everyone let everyone know that. Be aware. Yeah. Um, Facebook and hashtags is really weird. But tweet at us <laughs> your topics at hashtag GUGCast, and we will either answer them in the podcast or we will direct you to a podcast that we have already done where we've kind of touched on it already. Yeah. Um, if it's a straightforward answer that we've already done. Um, topic one, though. I don't have an answer for this, but who is your biggest influence as a Christian? Who is your biggest influence? Um, for me, it's my parents. Um, my mom has always been one of the strongest Christian examples I've ever seen. And okay. she maintains that through everything she does every day. Uh, my dad's had his ups and downs, but I still look to him as an example of what a Christian man should be. So, Totally. How about you, Shelley? That's a hard one because I've had so many people to sort of look up to growing up as a Christian. Right. I've had small group leaders. I've had, you know, youth leaders. All of them have been kind of a big thing, um, big deal for me. Um, so I'd probably say I'd probably just say my small group leader growing up because she's probably the reason I continued um, all the stuff I did in the church and Christian stuff. Um, and I mean, obviously, she's not like the perfect Christian or anything, but just like our small groups and our discussions and our relationship was has just been like really, really great. So I'd probably say her because I probably wouldn't have wanted to come to SPU and do all this stuff uh, without her. So, yeah. Cool. I guess for me, uh, I want to put out a few names, but uh, I guess really it has been I've been going to this church, I've been volunteering for your, uh, a young adults group. That's how I got into the Red Conference there at Red Rocks Church. Uh, and all the volunteers are so selfless. Uh, that's been huge for me, getting to talk to them. And I really kind of look up to them in a way. Um, and then one of the guys that actually runs the young adult group, his name is Doug. I can't remember his last name off the top of my head. Um, but him and Connor also works there. They're both leaders. Uh they have been amazing to just listen to on uh, Thursday nights. I don't go to church on Sundays right now because I work Sundays. And so Thursday Young Adults is an actual like church setup. Uh, it's just messages directed for 20-somethings. And it's been really powerful um, to listen to them talk. Uh, and Jesse, she's also on the staff as well. I guess all three of them. Uh, right now, they've definitely been impacting me. So I don't know if they've impacted me more than people in the past. It might be just because it's fresh, but uh, yeah. they just, I don't know. They've been slowly changing my life, and it's been really cool to see. Yeah, that's really cool. Definitely. Topic two, I think we can have a quick answer for, was how are you dealing with your new Black Desert addiction, which I'm not playing. Uh, how much gaming is too much gaming? Um. Well, I... <laughs> it's been kind of hard. But I'm letting myself, I'm making myself focus on important schoolwork and stuff before Black Desert. Because, I mean, earlier today I was working on a program that's due Friday. And I actually got a lot more of it done than I thought I would. So I said, hey, you know, I can let myself play some Black Desert tonight. And then tomorrow I'm going to try to work more on stuff. And if I do enough stuff, then I'll continue um, rewarding myself with Black Desert. But... I'm not going to replace Black Desert with actually important stuff. I need to graduate, so... Good, yeah. totally. 
and I'm, I, I try to do a good job of balancing everything anyway. It doesn't matter if it's Black Desert or The Division or what it is. Now, I'm going to stay up way too late tonight and play The Division because it's launch night. And I took tomorrow off work for that. But um, I would say if it's getting between you and things that actually need to happen in life, um, your your relationship with others, your relationship with Christ, or you know paying bills and things like that. If it's getting between anything that needs to be a priority, it's got to go. Yeah. Video games are a pastime, just like collecting something or or you know I don't know crocheting <laughs> or something. It's yeah. it's not a core bit of who we are. A lot of us identify with video games. We use that as kind of our identity, and I get that. We're gamers. We identify with that. But really, we, we play video games, and our identity should be in Christ. And mm-hmm. so, you know, do what needs to be done and play games otherwise. If, if games are getting in the way of things that need to be done, set them aside. Like grow a spine, set them aside, and take care of what has to be done. And that that's not just for video games. That's for everything. Right. Yeah, definitely. If, if you are a workaholic and you're getting away from your problems by staying at work 18 hours a day, <laughs> stop it and deal with the problems. Discuss it with a with a minister or or you know a, a counselor or something. I mean. Anything can be taken to an extreme, uh, and that might sound like a cop-out answer, answer, but that's that's how I feel about it. Yeah, um, yeah. I actually forgot to mention this earlier, that I was featured on my dad's radio show earlier this week, Yep. Uh, and that was really cool. I got to talk about Greeks and Grace a little bit, and one of the questions my dad asked me was, you know, how is it, how can you make it so you're, like, gaming, but keep you know, be careful of it becoming like an idol. And I think, mm-hmm. Joe, your answer was really good about if it's getting in the way of things that need to be happen, if it's getting in the way of life, like real life that has to happen and won't stop, um, then yeah, I think it'll be too much. So there's definitely a fine line between gaming a lot and loving gaming, but then making it an idol. So you just gotta, I mean, right. yeah. I, I think one of our primary purposes on Earth is relationships um, with God and with other people, don't let relationships take a back seat to you and a screen, or you yeah. and a book, or you and X. You know, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I'd echo you guys. I don't have a problem with my Black Desert addiction because I'm not playing it. Um, <laughs> but that's because I know that I could easily get addicted to it, and. Uh, like, for me, I work at home right now, Monday through Friday, and it is very easy to pick up a console and completely forget about doing anything productive and just playing for hours on end. And uh, a game like this where you can constantly grow is really easy for me to constantly grow in it and not worry about the outside world. Yeah. So that that's for me. Yeah. Uh, and then our final topic, I think kind of echoes what we were talking about last week. Uh, we had three different people write in, though, so this is why I wanted to answer this. I know a lot of people are interested. 
And they said, one person said, extreme blasphemy in shows like Supernatural, how do you deal with that? How do you handle magic slash witchcraft in some fandoms? Do you do avoid it? Small amounts, okay, etc. And then our third comment was, what are your thoughts on fandoms with homosexual couples? It's just a lot. <laughs> That's three big topics. I think to narrow it down into one major topic is... What, uh, what do you do when the content you're consuming is not directly biblical? In fact, it's almost anti-biblical. I was going to say, a lot of the content that a lot of us consume is not biblical. I mean... Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, that's a big thing. I think it's... I, I mean, some people can really handle uh, more... Some people are more comfortable watching a show like Supernatural. Some people are less comfortable with it. And I guess this is kind of going off of, again, what, what we were talking about last week, um, how it really does depend kind of on your pers- on the person and mm-hmm. how you, you know, discern things. Um, so it's kind of hard to answer because you can't just say a general thing. I don't know. Um, I will kind of reiterate what I've always said about Geeks Under Grace, and that's that we believe in discernment, like you guys said. Uh, We believe that good and evil are concrete. That's in the Bible, what's good and what's wrong. You can look that up and find it. Um, And that doesn't change. But everybody is different. We are not all concrete as one. What is going to affect me is not going to affect someone else as much or maybe will do so more than the next person. Um, Yeah. Everybody is different, and so what's going to affect you is going, not going to affect someone else the same way. And a lot of that is discernment, and a lot of that is knowing where your limits are. Uh, I th- was brought up a few weeks ago that I really liked was uh, pray about it. God's going to let you know what your convictions are um, very easily. And if it is fighting against your convictions, then you need to stay away from it. Um, if witchcraft is bothering you or you know affecting you in a negative way then you need to fight that and you need to figure that out. But I also don't think you should avoid it completely. I think that's a really weak thing to do. Um, And if, I mean, like I said, if it's a struggling point for you, then by all means stay away from it and work your way towards it, if at all. Um, I would rather you stay away from it completely than have it subdue you. Um, And that's a really hard, thin line, and that discussion is way easier said than done. But... I think when it comes to media, just like the real world, um, it reflects the real world. And thus, because the world has good and evil, so does everything that we consume. It's going to have the dark and the light, the good and the bad. And you need to discern what is what and not let the show affect you. You shouldn't become, uh, you know, a witch just because you see a witch on TV. If that's something that happens, that's not right. You should Definitely. be able to know what's right and wrong and discern from that and know what is good and what's not. Yeah. Definitely. Don't in, don't internalize all this stuff. Discuss get get some brothers and sisters that you really trust. Mm-hmm. And sit down and have a serious discussion with them. And and hammer this stuff out if you've got questions. Yeah, definitely. totally. That'll definitely help more than getting couple answers from people you don't know on the internet (laughs) (laughs) we can provide as much advice as we want as you want but um 
face-to-face relationships with people you know and trust is going to go a long way. Totally. I think that's that's the best way to put it, yeah. Um, discern what is right and wrong. And if something in a movie that you're watching is wrong, then know that it is and don't let that affect you. Um, yeah, don't let it shake your faith. Just, yeah, pretty much. Totally. All right. I love answering you guys' questions. That's probably my favorite part of the podcast. Uh, so if you have more questions, use the hashtag GUGCast, and we can do that um, on Twitter. And we will at you, mention you, whatever it's called, if you are, if we've already answered it. Um, we've been told that the topic we just talked about, we've been beating a dead horse. But so many people were wondering about it. I wanted to try to touch on it a little bit. Yeah. I love what Joe said. Don't come to us for advice. Maybe use us for a stepping stone for your advice. Get our opinions so that you have a opinion in general and then go to someone about it um, and dig deep into it because hearing someone over a podcast, you're not able to interact with us um, and really dive really deep into these very deep topics. Yeah. But Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter, Joe Knows Games, and live several days a week uh, at Righteous Fury Gaming, twitch.tv slash Righteous Fury Gaming. Either me or uh, my buddy Furious Brad will be live there every day. How are you, Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. You can find me on Twitch as shellshock24, as per usual. And you can find me on Twitter at Cody Armor. And on YouTube at youtube.com slash armorcody. Talk about news relevant to Christianity. Uh, Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. See you.